1: This is the Sikkim Podcast, powered by Rogue Media Network. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics. Now, here are your hosts, Katie Smith
2: and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody, and welcome into this week's Sikkim Podcast, powered by Rogue Media Network, a production of Baylor Athletics. John Morris alongside the festive Katie Smith. Festive. Heading into the holiday season. This is fun. This is fun. You can feel it coming. You Christmas. A little colder outside. Yeah. All kinds of good stuff. It's going to be cold for the bowl game next week. I know. <laughs> Did you I see have, that?
1: Well, I don't even know what the high is. Oh, I haven't looked. 29 I've, at
2: kickoff is what I, I heard. I like so. that. I don't <laughs>
1: like when it's. December the week of Christmas and you're wearing shorts so I think that's awesome
2: I kind of agree with that you know it's also end of the year and Mm -hmm. end of year giving is a topic and our guest can speak to that like nobody else we're glad to have Gina Gonzalez with us associate AD for resource development in the bear foundation and Gina welcome to you
0: Thank you so much. It's great to be here.
2: Yeah. Happy holidays. You're very festive yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: got to get uh, the right time for the season and get excited for it. So, yeah. absolutely.
2: Very cool. Have you all finished shopping? Have you started shopping?
1: Oh.
0: I'm middle of the road right now. Middle of
1: the road. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. That's you're a ahead good of me. place to be. Yeah. I think, yeah, we kind of have two separate family Christmases. And so, for the first one, we have purchased everything. For the second, we have purchased nothing. So, <laughs> hopefully, my family is not listening. <laughs> very middle
2: of the road. I told you, Katie, we're hosting my wife's. Yeah family for Christmas this Saturday, the 17th, and uh, all the focus is on that. So. I mean,
1: 30, 40 people, yeah, right? Exactly. That's a yeah, exactly, at our house,
2: so that'll be fun, and then and then we'll get to actual Christmas after that. Okay. I mean, not that this isn't Christmas, sure. but that has been the focus so far. Hey, let's focus on the Bear Foundation, and uh, Gina, y'all are hopping. You got a lot of things going on yeah. in the Bear Foundation. It
0: is a busy time of year for us, but we are so blessed to be in the position that we are in, so our staff is thankful every day uh, for our amazing donors and all the phone calls that we're getting this time of year. So it's a great time to be a part of Baylor Athletics and the Bear Foundation.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I feel like everyone has a million things going on. But yeah, just like you said, if if it was just Bear Foundation giving, that'd be one thing. But also with this Pavilion project, I mean, we're looking at this December 31st deadline for purchasing season tickets. Is that right?
0: Yes. That's our first major deadline of the campaign. And if you're interested in potentially having some seats in Foster Pavilion, what you need to do is purchase season tickets inside the Farrell Center right now mm. for the 22-23 season. So that is step one to, to get into that pavilion next year.
1: Okay. And that's exciting, right? Because there's kind of all this, this buzz. People yeah. are so excited about the pavilion. And I mean, it's around the corner, but knowing that specific piece of you have to have those tickets for this season to be eligible to to have that experience for you for your family in Foster Pavilion
0: Yep, so we're just kinda hammering that message home now with all of our fans is, is to purchase those tickets and get your get yourself in a good position um, as we enter into this next phase for Baylor Athletics.
1: Yeah.
2: And it seems like I know it done to you, but maybe to some people it seems like man, that's that's way in the future. Right. But we're just about thirteen months away. It's right? so close. Yeah, yeah it which is. is super exciting.
0: <laughs> terrifying at the same time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> a lot of work has to be done between now and then. But yeah, it is right around the corner. It's gonna fly by.
2: And that, that messaging is really good right now if mm-hmm. you want to see it in Foster Pavilion you would really help yourself if you get season tickets now mm-hmm. in the Farrell Center
0: Yes, so you have to be a season ticket holder for the 22-23 season to have access to tickets in Foster Pavilion so get those tickets lined up you can do that by calling our amazing ticket office or Bear Foundation staff to help you out with that
1: very nice, very nice. And so the the pavilion, there's obviously a million, a million might be high, thousands of cool different features, right? Mm-hmm. What's maybe, Gina, one thing that you're most looking forward to, the biggest change?
0: Yeah, so I'm actually really looking forward to the capacity of the pavilion okay, mm-hmm. um, and the type of seating that we're going to have. So we're having a lot of conversations right now. Yes, we are going to be in a reduction of seats compared to mm-hmm. the Feral Center, but what you're going to have is an amazing game day experience from your entry into the lobby until you're. Seats on t- close to the court. So mm. the seats and the elevation of the the future Foster Pavilion, will we'll give you a closer seat to the action, which is going to be so exciting for our fans and ultimately give our student athletes an amazing game day experience.
1: Okay, very cool. And y'all are kind of talking through some of these things. You just wrapped up town hall meetings. Is that right?
0: We did. And so
1: what what's kind of the purpose of those town hall meetings or what was the purpose of them last week?
0: Yep. We just finished our uh, last town hall this week. So we offered six different Zoom sessions to our donors uh, to hear about kind of what the seats process will look like it's really for our staff to be as transparent as possible we don't have all the answers to, to the questions right now but we're working toward those but we wanted to share all the information that we had to date on the project um, and just walking people through how, how you can get seeds and, and what's the best method if you lo- are looking to lo- sit in a certain area how do you do that um, and offering them uh, the opportunity to call the Bear Foundation and ask us questions like we're, we're more than happy to, happy to help Um, with that. So, you know, giving us a call is a great way to kind of get that information. But the town halls, we had six of them. We had probably over a 100, on majority of them, a 100 donors. So it gave our staff a chance to get in front of a large group and kind of walk through the presentation that we go through all Mm. the time with individual donors. So it was kind of step one to our education process on what the seat selection process will look like. Wow,
2: very cool. That's cool. Great to offer those town meetings. Was there a general uh, theme or maybe one major question people
0: (laughs) (laughs) had, you know, that
2: carried through, a thread through all of those?
0: Yeah, it's parking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> parking. Here we go. Hey, there we're three go. minutes in. Let's talk yeah, parking. Yeah, I mean, it is probably
0: the number one question our staff yeah. gets on a daily basis is what will parking look like? Um, and so we give all the, information, all the information that we have to date, which is that we know that there's going to be a garage that's located adjacent to the pavilion uh, that will have between 400 and 450 spaces available for game day use. So we know that it's going to be ranked on Bear Foundation uh, status and priority. So that's a information we have to date. We'll also have surface lots and shuttles available, um, so there will be other options. We don't know how have specific information on those areas just yet, but it's coming, and we're working on it. That's what we want our, our donors to know, that we understand that this is such a high priority for so many people, that we want to get this information as soon as possible, but also understanding that this, this <laughs> campaign is very complex, and we want to make sure we get it right.
2: Yeah, yeah. a lot of facets to it.
1: It really is. And I think what's interesting is I love that. This is new for you guys. This is new for everyone. And so even if there's not maybe a specific answer, knowing that y'all are taking in these questions now and providing solutions, like you said, with the shuttles or whatever that may look like come 13 months from now. Wow. Yeah. When you put that number on it, J-Mo, that, How about that? was oh. wild. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's going to be crazy. But yeah, we want to listen to our fans. We want to hear what's important to them and try to find those answers. Um, so it's really a process. And we, we have some of the best uh, donors in the country. So we just want to make sure that we're doing everything on our end to provide the information to help people make great decisions for themselves and their families as we enter a new arena.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Do you sense uh, in those town hall meetings and, and just the people you talk to, the real excitement about the Foster Pavilion?
0: It's Through the roof. Uh, People are so excited for it to be here, and 13 months is not that far away, so people are very much looking forward to it.
1: Cool. Very cool. So in those town hall meetings, y'all also talked kind of through the the complex matrix that is the seat selection process in the ranking. And so what's maybe the, the most high level view of that that you can give our listeners.
0: Absolutely. So high level view, we have two phases to the campaign for men's basketball and four phases for women's basketball. Mm. And basically kind of goes in how, who will get the first access to seats. So that phase one for both men's and women's basketball includes giving a capital gift of $50,000 or more spread Mm. over five years. So that's phase one in a nutshell. And then phase two is, uh, contributing $400 or more annually to the bear foundation. And it's important to note for both of those phases, you have to be a season ticket holder Mm. for the 22, 23 season. So making sure that if you want to join phase one or phase two, um, you have those season tickets in your account as well. By the deadline of December thirty first,
1: December I'm going to put it on my calendar. Gina
2: is very well versed she in this. Is. She? I know <laughs>
0: it's scary. I think I'm uh, saying these things in my sleep. Yeah, I, bet you <laughs> I are. was going to say yeah. <laughs> that
2: is very good information and timely information too. I mean, as we record this, what's today? Uh, December fourteenth. As we record mm-hmm. this, so a couple of weeks left.
0: A couple of weeks left. So our donors will continue to receive emails from us. The, our general fans will also get emails from our athletics account keeping an eye on social media so our goal is to get this information out to fans in a variety of ways but yeah it is coming and it's coming soon
1: (laughs) yeah for sure so this is such a big undertaking I know you know that we talk about you're saying these things in your sleep and I know your team is as well Gina but uh, tell us a little bit about your background like when this project came about is this something you've experienced before is this new for you too
0: um, so I have actually worked in college athletics for about 10 years and my background is heavy in revenue generation and marketing. Mm. Uh, so I've been at Baylor for about two years now yeah. um, and my role has changed a couple different times, but I currently oversee our ticket operations, ticket sales mm-hmm. and our bear foundation staffs for wow. Baylor athletics. So majority of, of our revenue um, is housed under our resource development team as a whole. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I've had experience um, in the middle of campaigns, probably not to this extent, Yeah, um, but it is a new adventure and I'm taking it down one step at a time. <laughs>
1: Going to say, well, you're handling it like an absolute champ, and no one could be better for this role. In my yeah, opinion.
2: exactly. So two years in here at Baylor, was this on the drawing board when you were uh, talking to Baylor about the job?
0: No, it wasn't. It was <laughs> <it? laughs> wow.
2: So I was thinking two years ago. Yeah. I mean, maybe in the back of somebody's mind, right. but not in the forefront.
0: Probably, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, one of the reasons I came to Baylor was just because there's so much opportunity here and the people. So I report to Jovan over. Shown and just kind of you know buckled buckled in, put, kept my head down, did the work, and now I have this amazing project to be a part of. Yeah,
2: very cool. Where were your other uh, stops before Baylor?
0: Oh man, uh, <laughs> so quite a few. Uh, I came here from Georgia Tech, which is in yep. Atlanta. Uh, before that, I was at the University of Georgia um, in Athens. Okay. Um, before that, uh, Drake University. Mm. Oh Drake! In yeah. Des Moines, no. <laughs> uh, University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee. Nice. And Missouri State.
1: Gotcha. Very good. And you're from uh, Michigan originally. Yes, from
0: Michigan originally. Very
1: cool. Mm -hmm. Good. So a lot of different stops. And so... Probably able to kind of pull different things from different facilities, different experiences, and so are there certain things that you saw during your time at those schools that that you're seeing implemented into the pavilion or something positive that you're seeing as part of the project? Yeah,
0: absolutely. I think my background has given me a good understanding of how to drive revenue, Mm. and what Baylor has taught me over the last two years is how we're so unique and how we're so special, Mm. and how we lean into that. Um, Our our donors are different, and I say that in the best possible way. We have the most amazing donors who contribute uh, to our student athletes and giving them the opportunities of 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 a lifetime Mm -hmm. Um, and in in our mission of preparing champions for life too so when we look at this we're not only talking about our student athletes during their time at Baylor but how are we setting them up for success in the future Mm -hmm. so we have an amazing fan base that that is unique and special uh, and amazing so they have made this ride totally worth it Um, couldn't couldn't be more thankful for that Mm -hmm.
2: Visiting with Gina Gonzalez, Associate AD for Resource Development in Baylor Athletics. She is uh, overseeing the Baylor Bearer Foundation. I've had the privilege of calling games, telling stories about Baylor Athletics for a long time. Storytelling is an art And there's a network in town doing just that. Rogue Media Network has produced over 80 original podcasts and shows ranging from comedy, true crime, business, and sports. If there's a story to tell, Rogue Media Network is telling it. You can find this podcast and all the other great Rogue Media Network shows on Spotify, on Apple, on YouTube, or anywhere you listen to.
1: So we're here with Gina talking all things Foster Pavilion, all things seat selection process, perfect time of year. Let's get a little bit more into the nitty gritty of some of these incredible features that we're going to get to see at Foster Pavilion. So we talked about a little bit less capacity than the Ferrell Center has, but... Tell us kind of the the thought process behind the seats, if I'm remembering correctly. They're at a different angle, right, than what they're at at the Feral Center. So tell us more about that.
0: Absolutely. So you're going to be closer to the action than ever before with these new seating and elevation in the foster pavilion. So we're so excited for that. We're saying that there's not going to be a bad seat in the house, and we truly mean that. It's going to be um, the upper level, the lower level. You're going to be close to the action, uh, significantly uh, closer than you are at the feral Center right now.
2: That's very awesome. similar to uh, the move from Floyd Casey Stadium to mm-hmm. McLean Stadium. I know yeah. that predates you a little bit, but very similar to that. I mean, if you think of Floyd Casey as a bowl, mm-hmm. you know, and now at McLean Stadium with the tiered seating, uh, it's it's kind of the football equivalent, right?
0: It is exactly the football equivalent of exactly when we went through that McLean Stadium transition. Yes. This is We're mirroring that. We are building a state-of-the-art arena that our fans are going to love.
1: Very cool. Yeah, you mentioned the student-athlete experience earlier and just – thinking about how those students just I mean, the the crowd, right? The the engagement of the fans with the gosh, I'm trying to even just think of how to say it, but with the Noise kind of coming from more above. I mean, I remember certain gyms we played in that that was such a factor. And so, are you hoping that that kind of contributes to the environment?
0: Absolutely. I hope this arena helps us win games. <laughs> <laughs> right. Absolutely. And I think it's going to be it's going to be totally different than the Ferrell Center. It's going to be louder. Yeah. It's gonna, our fans are really going to impact the game and really give that competitive advantage to our student athletes. Very cool.
2: And I know uh, I know Coach Drew for a fact, and I'm sure Coach Colin also. I mean, they see it as a real uh, advantage. You know, mm-hmm. this type of environment and they want to have the best home court advantage and the best home court atmosphere that yeah. they can have.
0: Absolutely. And it'll be a huge recruiting tool. Um, Baylor recruits definitely a specific kind of student athlete and we are so proud of that. But with this new arena, we'll also have separate practice courts, mm. dedicate, dedica- dedicated locker room uh, space and um, team lounges. So our student athletes will have an amazing experience day in and day out in that arena. Mm.
1: Yeah. And so part of that is kind of, uh, you know, the fans usually probably see the court. They get to see those shared areas, but tell us a little bit more about the behind the scenes that really will be for the student athletes. So kind of those training rooms that are being added and things like that.
0: Training rooms, strength and conditioning, Mm -hmm. hydrotherapy, nutrition, everything will be located for them inside the foster pavilion and the development center. So exciting time for our student athletes. And I know that they uh, can't wait for those 13 months to fly by either. Yeah. Yeah,
1: For Sure.
2: And if people are listening to us and you're saying, all right. Where is it? Where is it being built? (laughs) I mean, if you're in in Central Texas, you know because you can see the steel girders going up. Yeah. But it's right next to, if you picture uh, Clifton-Robinson Tower, Mm -hmm. it's right next to the Robinson Tower. And my thought was always, is there room to put a a basketball arena there? But there is. There is. And it's going up. I mean, it's between the Robinson Tower and the river. And the location right on the river, again, like McLean Stadium, catty-cornered, other side of the river, is just spectacular.
0: Spectacular. Whether you're driving to or from Waco, you're going to be able to see McLean on one side and Foster Pavilion on the other. Um, With that bridge lit up green, like it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I know kind of early on there were all these conversations about where is the perfect spot for Foster Pavilion. And so talk a little bit about how you think there might be benefits in terms of, I mean, just really connecting Baylor campus to downtown Waco.
0: Absolutely. So we have so many amazing fans that, you know, this location mattered to so many people. Mm-hmm. And we picked a prime spot where mm-hmm. it's going to be accessible, whether you want to have dinner downtown and then hit the game yeah. or you're coming over from from more of our office, which is on the Simpson side. So mm-hmm. you're you are in a very short, short drive to uh, the pavilion as well. So we really hit the nail on the head yeah. with that one. So our fans are totally looking forward to this uh, new location for so far that I've heard.
2: Very nice. And then, uh, again, catty-corner to that, another big project that's uh, a little bit ahead of the Foster Pavilion is the Herd Welcome Center, yeah. Mark and Paula Herd Welcome Center. Boy, that
1: is nice, isn't it?
0: Absolutely, and it went up so fast, yeah. and seeing the progress day in and day out when we drive to work, that's incredible.
1: Right. Man, you know, we're talking about all these projects, and now I'm thinking right outside JMO's office, we can see the, the starting of the Fudge Operations yeah. Center. And so, Gino, wh- I mean, what an incredible time to be at Baylor, a, a huge task for you and your team. But how do kind of the these different projects build excitement for you guys over there?
0: Oh, we are so privileged every day. We talk about how busy we are, but yeah. we are in such a great position and so lucky that our phones are ringing and people want to be part of these amazing projects yeah. that are really transformational in the development of our student athlete mm. as well. So it's crazy. You could be lucky enough to do this one time in your career with one building yeah. and we get to do it with multiple buildings in a short time period. So it is exciting. Um, we, we can't be more thankful for, for the donors and the phone calls and the conversations that we have. So it's, it's a great time.
2: Man. Tell everybody about your staff. You uh, mm-hmm. you head up the Bear Foundation, but you've got a great staff over there, too.
0: Great staff. Uh, we have our leadership annual giving team, which is, in short, our fundraisers for the Bear Foundation made up of, of, of Kyle Bernard, uh, Sam Hancock, and Donovan Burris. And and those guys do a tremendous job he- hitting their metrics and, and providing our our donors the best customer service possible. And then on our operations team, we have Krista uh and Cheryl Irvy. So mm. they handle all the logistics behind the scenes and we mm. could not function without them. Yeah. Uh, they do amazing job with our stewardship of our donors as well. So communications, all of that comes through our operations team. So... Great crew, uh, so much work to do, but everyone has the best attitudes about it, and we are so thankful to be part of it. Nice. It's yeah. a great group. It really
1: is. Doing
2: a lot of good things.
1: They are, and I think sometimes you forget because development is so relational, but there are those things behind the scenes that have to get done. You mentioned Cheryl and Krista and all the things to put on these events to create these seat selection processes to make it the best opportunity for our fans so exactly what you said you have an incredible team
0: yeah so there's a lot of work behind the the scenes that happens to get us into a position to be able to go through a seating process in a new arena so not only the bear foundation staff but also our ticket operation staff Mm. of how are we ticketing the pavilion as well yeah um so a great great staff over there as well
2: gina back to the pavilion uh what what will it look like with premium club spaces there
0: Yeah, so Mm. we are going to be so fortunate. We're going to have two uh, premium club spaces in the Foster Pavilion. One is going to be known as the Courtside Club, and one is the Sideline Club. So our Courtside Club is for our courtside seat holders only. So that's a little bit premium access for them. And then within our sideline club, we actually have lofts, which is a different kind of seating. It has a table in front of it and some roller chairs. So that's within the sideline club. And then we have sideline club seating as well. And they'll go down into what's known as a bunker club. So you can't view the game from the inside of the sideline club. But basically you're going to have an elite experience in there, grab your food, grab your your beverages, and then head out to your seat Mm. to watch the game, to provide that sport for, for our student athletes. So we intentionally built the arena that way to make sure that fans are in the seats and cheering on our, cheering on our student athletes.
1: Wow. That sounds amazing. And then y'all were extremely intentional, um, in, going through this process of where the student section was going to be. And so talk about kind of the vantage Mm -hmm. point that the students will have.
0: Absolutely. So similar to McLean Stadium, we look at that and say, what's unique about our stadium that gives us an advantage? And those students on the sideline of McLean Stadium is huge. Mm. So we mirrored that model for the pavilion. And so we'll have a student section behind uh, our team benches on the sideline. As well as in uh, uh, along the baseline as well, so two different student sections. So students are going to impact our game more than ever. Very
1: cool.
2: I know the students will appreciate that. Yeah. I know they do at McLean Stadium, mm-hmm. and to have that kind of uh, seating, to be that close to the floor, and to have a chance to impact the game—you know, like they will—that's huge. Yeah. It's
0: huge, and and they are looking forward to it so much, and we can't wait till we're in there.
2: Very fun. Very fun. Well, Gina, we appreciate uh, the info. You've great information and pass that along to people. Give them contact information if someone's listening and they want to uh, follow up and get in touch with you or somebody in the Bear Foundation.
0: Sure. Uh, The first stop for information, you can go. We actually have a specific website for the Foster Pavilion, and that's BaylorBears.com backslash basketballpavilion. Pavilion. Okay. BaylorBears.com backslash Basketball Pavilion. That's updated uh, every couple days with new information as we get it. So that's your first stop. Um, And then our phone number, 254-710-2582.
2: Perfect. Very good. Well, uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you. No, thanks so much for having me on. I know it's a a sprint to December 31st for you, but we appreciate you uh, taking some time to visit with us.
0: Absolutely. And if anybody has any questions regarding the Foster Pavilion or their seats in the Ferrell Center right now, please give us a call at the Bear Foundation. We are happy to help.
2: Good. That's great. Yeah. Remember that deadline, December 31st? December and you, 31st. You have to be a season ticket holder this year mm-hmm. in the Farrell Center to, uh, to get in line for season tickets or future tickets at the Foster Pavilion. Mm-hmm.
1: Have you been looking for a new podcast to listen to? Are you interested in true crime, funny one-star reviews, or inspiring stories? What about the history of Waco or the famous people who have lived and worked here? All these and more are produced by Rogue Media Network. There are over 80 different shows, including this one, with more coming all the time. If there is a story to tell, Rogue Media Network is telling it. Watch on YouTube or listen now wherever you get your podcasts.
2: All right, Katie, very fun. Good information there. Isn't it fun to think about? I mean, we did a uh, construction update. Did you see that video?
1: Oh, no, but I'd love to oh, see it. Oh, go find it. that. We I'll visited with Joe it.
2: Thompson, who's with Austin Construction. Nice. And he had some great information. But to see it come out of the ground like that right there on the river, the, the foster pavilions, what I'm talking about, yeah. man, that is so fun.
1: Yeah. And they are
2: moving, man. They are moving fast. They
1: are moving. I feel like any time with any of these projects going on, I'm sitting here and I'm like, how do houses take so long to go up when <laughs> When these huge buildings with all of these incredible features are going up so quickly. So definitely a fun time to be on campus. And, I mean, who better than Gina to come and answer all those questions? I, I Like you said, she had such a busy time of year for her and her team. There's a million things going on. But how helpful to kind of have the, the person that's best to ask right yeah. here in your
2: office. Going to have our own uh, town hall meeting in I there know. right I know. <laughs> Ooh, a personal town hall. That was fun. Well, thanks for being with us. That's this week's Sikkim podcast. We'll be back with you next week. Then maybe take a little time off for the oh, holidays. Christmas what break. Do we don't think? want
1: to over-podcast them or anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we'll be
2: back next week. Thanks to uh, Gina Gonzalez from the Bear Foundation being on with us. For Katie, I'm John Morris. That's this week's Sikkim Podcast powered by Rogue Media Network.
1: You've been listening to the Sikkim Podcast powered by Rogue Media Network. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics.